0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My name is Tulu Aluju Aisha and I'm welcoming you to another session of High by Aisha Fikyu session. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about gusu and how to perform gusu. I'll start off by imploring you to please patronize High by Aisha. Sell affordable Abaya's, Kimars, Palazzos, Tunics, Blouses. And we also provide nikah styling services at a very affordable price. So please follow me on Instagram at Haya by Aisha. So what is ghusl? Ghusl is a ritual bath that Muslims perform to purify themselves. Usually, you perform ghusl after sexual intercourse after menstruation and also it's also recommended to perform gusul on fridays in addition to our other juma rituals that we observe like clipping of our nails applying perfume wearing clean clothes and so on and so forth so there are two major methods of performing gusul there i like to think of it as one being more detailed than the other and the one which is more detailed is the one that is was prescribed rather by the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And I'm going to explain in detail how you perform this ghusl using this method. The first thing that you do is to start off by washing your hands and then saying Bismillah. Because we know that as Muslims, it's important that we start everything that we do with Bismillah, with basmala. So you start off by saying Bismillah, you wash your hands. Then the next step is to wash your private parts properly. So some people like to use soap. Some people like to just use water, whichever that is convenient for you at that point in time. You could use just soap or you could use just water or soap and water or just water, whichever is convenient for you. So, after you've washed your private area properly and you're sure that it is clean, you have to wash your hands again. Islam is a religion that encourages cleanliness and purity. So, after you've washed your private parts, you wash your hand again. Then, you perform ablution once. And here's what I mean by performing ablution once. When you perform ablution normally, we repeat each part three times. For example, when you wash your hand, you wash your hand three times, you rinse your mouth three times, you rinse your nose three times, you rinse your arms three times. But when you're performing ghusl, you do each of those parts once, right? So after you've washed your private part and then you've washed your hands again, you go on to wash your hand once, wash rinse your mouth once, rinse your nose once wipe your entire face once, wipe both arms once, wipe your head once, wipe your ears once, and then wash your legs once, right? After you've done that, there is a misconception where people say you have to say your intention outside, where you say, Nawaitu, Faridu, Gusul, Hayada, Ta'ala, You don't have to say that out loud because your intention is in your heart. So already, for you to have prepared clean water, you said bismillah, you said out the process that I've highlighted earlier on on ghusl by washing your hands, washing your private parts, you already had that intention of performing ghusl, So it is not necessary for you to now recite your intention orally in Arabic after you've performed ablution once the next thing that you have to do is to pour water from your head to your toe which means that this water has to get into your hair i'll take that again after you've performed ablution once the next thing that you do is to pour water from your head to your toe and the water has to get into your hair and on your scalp so usually you're supposed to do that three times repeat that process three times of pouring water from your head which has to touch your scalp to your toe after you've done that the next thing is to divide your body into four segments of course that's mentally right and what i mean by dividing your body into four segments your from your neck to your waist. You divide into half, your right hand side and your left hand side. So you pour water on the right hand side first, washing your arms, your entire arm. You're going to wash it properly. You're going to wash your um. You wash properly your. Uh, So the next thing that you do, as I was explaining, is that you wash the entire length of your arm, and then as a woman, it's important that you make sure that you wash your breasts properly. You wash under your breasts too, because sweat, my sweat would have gotten trapped there, and the intense of performing goes is to purify yourself, so no stone should be left on. Your you wash your armpits properly and then you make sure that you wash the your back right because you've divided your body into two and then your back and your back also is part of that half so we're not just going to wash the front but we have to wash the entire body so after you've done that for the right hand side you're going to repeat the same process on the left hand side where you wash your, the entire length of your arm, you wash your armpits, you make sure that you wash your breasts properly, you wash underneath your breasts because of sweat, and then you wash your back too, that half of the back. Then the next thing that you're going to do is, from your waist to your toes, you're going to wash your ties, wash your laps, make sure that you wash the back of your knees because sweat can also be trapped there and again the essence of performing good is to purify yourself then you wash your ankle properly you wash your toes properly and then you repeat the same process the same procedure for the left hand side so after you've done this you can perform ablution once and be careful not to touch your genitals again after you've Performed this ablution, and then you say your Shahada, and you are clean and you've completed your so Easy peasy, right? The second method, I do not recommend it, and then a lot of scholars do not recommend it so much because it's possible that you omit and you omit a lot of parts that should be cleaned, and it's also possible that water doesn't get too important, and in fact, some parts of your body too it's possible that water doesn't get to all of the parts of your body and the essence of performing goso is to make sure that water gets to everywhere and you are clean so the second technique is you just clean your private parts and then you just pour water from your head to your toe that's it that's all while this looks easy you'd agree with me that from the first method that i shared with you you were able to reach all the nooks and crannies of your body which means that the likelihood that you'll be cleaner is higher than just pouring water from your head to your toe it's very possible that if for a woman for example if you have really full and long hair it's very possible that if you were to follow the second technique the water would not even get into your scalp right and these are important conditions for your gusuf to be valid